0: Good evening, everybody. It's Rage Against the Machine night, and we're going to be talking about a really hot topic that's a very tough topic to discuss, Um, but it's a very important topic to shine some light on and bring this out of the shadows and into the light, because we know where God is, there is light. Where there's darkness, there's evil. And so we're going to just dive in. Sorry guys about running late. Um, I had a meeting right before this that ran over a little bit, but uh, good things are coming. Good things are coming. Um, It was a good meeting. So let's jump in. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. I'm so happy to see you all here. And it looks like Podbean's cooperating tonight, which is amazing. Um, That's always a plus. So, as um, many of you have probably heard by Neil and Saul, yesterday they had the whistleblowers um, in at the the house chambers. They were doing a hearing, and they were talking about um, the trafficking. And I've got a clip I want to play for you guys um on that real quick this is from yesterday's hearing there was a lot of um back and forth going on a lot of um a lot of blaming on the left with the right some on the right blaming the left and it's really this isn't a a political issue this is an issue of of our children And that should never come down to politics. That should come down to what is in the best interest. Um, So I'm gonna um, play a clip here. I've actually got um, a few that I'm gonna play, but I'm gonna start with this one. Well, if I can get everything to connect right, I'm sorry guys. Technology.
1: Including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, Children will call a hotline to report they're being abused, neglected, and trafficked. And we don't know if they're gonna get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows. And I have to confess, I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021, when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the Southern border. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS Office of Refugee Resettlement reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the US border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income this is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking now
0: i'm going to stop that there for a moment because what she's saying is about how these children their sponsors um from these countries, you know, they're they're saying that they're family members of these children and producing documents trying to show where they're a relative. Um, for example, there was a guy um, that p- produced a birth certificate somehow saying that he was a minor and he was not. He was an, an adult and was actually got into a school... Um and there were children that were raped. Um by him. He actually even murdered the sponsor family. These children, these eighty five thousand children that are missing. Um and that's just it happened under Trump. It happened under Obama. It happened worse. Um it actually did improve some under the Trump administration, but it was still going on. And that's why he was trying to build the wall. Um. There's been so many instances of when they try to come into the country. Most of the time, um, there's been a couple congressmen that have been down at the border and have seen, even Duncan, he's been down there. He's seen maybe not the exact thing, but he's seen stuff. Um, similar to where the kids come in, coyotes take them to a certain point, get them across the Rio Grande if they make it across, many drowned, and by the time they get to that point, they've been raped, they've been um, attacked, they've been, these children are just in horrible, horrible conditions, and then they get, they have this piece of paper with a name on it, and they hand it over, and then they say, this is who I'm supposed to go to, and they don't know these people, they claim, you know, they have their the people that are sending them there say that this is your your dad that you didn't know or a mom you didn't know, an aunt you didn't know, some relative. And they don't do a screening process. Now, the fact that it's all out there in the open, now they're wanting to move it to um, another country to be able to do, instead of the actual screening process here, they're wanting to do it over there because they don't want it to stop. I mean, you're, just be honest here. If... Something like this is going on. They know it's going on, yet they continue to allow it to go on. We know there's a problem. Um, I've got a five-minute clip here that's going to explain that. I think this one's a little bit louder so y'all can hear it better. I'm sorry the other one was so low.
2: Your indulgence. Uh, Mr. Moore. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Just a week ago, the New York Times reported that the Biden administration has downplayed repeated signs that migrant children are being widely exploited. I, I would go on record Dan, and say it doesn't sound like just the Biden administration based on what I'm hearing in here, but uh, Ms. Rodgers, you mentioned something and, and it kind of it, it triggered a response a while ago. You said these kids are being recruited in their home country. What do you mean by that?
1: So, um, and I'd be happy to submit for the record, we have children saying that there are radio advertisements in their hometowns. So in Tenango, for example, in Guatemala, they're actually advertising on the radio, come with us, we'll give you passage, we'll give you passage to the United States. There's an example of a sponsor who currently is in Austin, Texas at this moment. He attempted to sponsor four children, one from the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site and three from the Pecos Emergency Intake Site, promising work to these children who are making $2.50 a day on the coffee farm he owns in Guatemala. So he lured them here. Now, fortunately, they were put into long-term care, but they are being lured here. Facebook ads and other things. Children are being lured here and then
2: put to work here. So it doesn't sound like they're fleeing as much as they're being baited to come here in a lot of ways, from what I'm hearing.
1: In many ways, they're not fleeing. In many ways, I mean, let's take El Salvador, for example. No one is fleeing from Naib Bukele. He's, he has a very safe society right now. Yes, maybe in times past, people were fleeing El Salvador from the gangs, but sadly, the gangs have now set up operation here, and we have evidence that there are many of them who are running the networks here who have the children. It's indisputable evidence that Department of Homeland Security has, transnational criminal organizations, on the top watch list, some of who got their fingerprints here in Washington, D.C., and neighboring areas, are sponsoring the children. It's indisputable.
2: You mentioned, too, debt bondage. What do you mean when you say debt bondage, and who does the money go to?
1: So the money goes to the trafficker who ultimately brings them here. The New York Times actually showed, I think, Hannah Dreyer did an amazing expose where she actually showed the debt page of the child, how much the child had to pay for food, how much the child had to pay for rent, all of those things. So, so, so are- the
3: administration
2: is really, we're engaged in creating slavery. We are trafficking slaves to this country.
1: Absolutely. There is no doubt we have created a pool, And because these, this criminal element tragically views children as a commodity, we, they see us as the middleman because we're paying the flight directly to the end user, the trafficker.
2: I remember, paying I was for at Fort Bliss Emergency Intakes, and I mentioned this last week in a hearing, and I was there as they were shipping kids on buses all over the country. And I actually asked the Admiral running the place, I said, are we doing background checks? We're sending these kids to Google addresses. And he's like, no, we're just building the bus as we drive it. And so they would just ship it to American taxpayers, basically. We're trafficking children. Yes. And, and making the cartel wealthy in the process and creating a bunch of minors in bad, bad situations.
1: Yes. Yes. Going back to 2014, which was astounding to me because I did not know when I deployed for this mission that one child had ever been trafficked through the program. So the horror when someone sent me the 2016 Senate report. I'm sitting there on the Pomona site, seeing all these strange things and all these multiple sponsors at multiple addresses trying to collect these kids from multiple sites. And I read the report. And I thought, which side am I on? Right, which side are you on? Which side, because we know about trafficking all the way back then, how teens were lured from Guatemala, put in slave labor conditions, where they were held sometimes at gunpoint, and their families were threatened to be killed.
3: So
2: so I've got about 45 seconds. Thank you for being a whistleblower. I guess they didn't treat you very nicely when you the whistle i no,
1: they did not they threatened me with investigation they walked me off the emergency intake site and they took my badge my agency thankfully i work for the council of okay. the inspectors general i'm not here in that capacity but they actually offered to send agents to retrieve me to escort me home because they were concerned for my safety it's a terrible thing when you blow the whistle and to try to save children and then you are retaliated against for trying to help HHS did everything they could to keep all of this Le- silent.
2: Let me ask one more question. You said these kids, they talk about always sending them to their moms and their dads. You're saying they, have a, they hand them a piece of paper and tell them this is your mom and this is your dad? Is that what I gathered from the testimony?
1: Well, as they're making their journey, that happens. But then also the case managers who are not law enforcement, right? They're not investigative. They are receiving documents, photographs of documents, on their WhatsApp phone. And there's a a perfect example. A 20-plus-year-old man sponsored what we believed was his sister, who was only 16 years old. He submitted a birth certificate for himself and her as brother and sister. And then about 10 days after she's released, we see she's for sale on on his um, WhatsApp page. You know, her shirt is buttoned down to her navel. She's all made up. The documents, there is no one at HHS vetting the children who is determined. That's what we
2: need I'm out of time. Mr. Chairman, I'll back. Thank you.
1: Mr. Chairman. I- so see there,
0: she's, you know, telling. There's there's no documentation. There's no checks. Um, and they, they see it happening. They know it's happening, but what are they doing? Nothing. And she wasn't the only one that was was talking about this with these children having these slips of paper and just coming in not knowing who they're going to. And then they come in and the process is that they call and try to reach the person that they're supposed to be at to check on them. Well, what kind of system is that? I mean, there's better checks at the animal shelter to adopt an animal than there is to get a child. This isn't a renegade system. America should not be the most f- supposedly free country in the world with all of these huge opportunities. You know, the land of the American dream and and all of that. Yet, we're building our country on slavery again. You know, child trafficking is just a new form of slavery and it's not, it's not fair. They need to be able to stop this. And the only way we're going to stop it is to bring enough awareness to the situation, to speak out about it, and to hold them accountable. Um, they aren't interested, just like with the pharmacy industry. They're not interested in what we have to say. So we're going to have to force their hands. We're going to have to call these representatives. We're going to have to... Be aware of what we're seeing and bring the light to it. You know, there's the uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that you can report things to. And thankfully, um, Twitter has been, I have to give Elon Musk some props on this because they've been cleaning it up um, a whole lot. There used to be so much child pedophilia on Twitter. It was insane. Um, it didn't take long to find the most horrendous acts um that i won't even go into detail on here but it has been horrible and it's not just with the child trafficking i mean it's even worse than that because well not worse than that but it gets even more um, deeper because they're only they're not only just doing it with with the children at the border they're doing it with our children here um that are legally here that are our children that are in the public school systems. Um, An Anderson County couple in South Carolina, because they didn't want, they had an article in the Epic times on them, they're farmers and that's what they do. And their daughter was going out and telling the school, you know, she's trans and the parents were not accepting it. They said, no, no, well, the school took her and um, wouldn't let the parents have any contact with them or with her, and it was just absolutely horrible because they, I mean, they were investigating the parents, and all the parents are trying to do is raise good children, you know, not children that have been manipulated. There's, and it's not that all, only either, you know, it gets even worse because they have, um... Also, you know, with the, the schools and the books in the schools, a third grade book, and this is going to be a little graphic, um, and I'm, I'm just, I mean, it, it's, the, it's the truth, and it hurts, but it's got to get out there. Um, this is a gentleman in Illinois who was at a school hearing. This book was in a third grade, it's a third grade level book. And I know one of our members had shared this. It's where I got it from.
4: Hi, good evening. My name is Tom Chavez. Tonight I want to draw attention to the D25 structural material selection and adoption process. Specifically, I the district of explain the Squirtland community it continues to propose books to, for poor a core
3: freshman year's curriculum that are vulgar, misogynistic, sexually explicit,
4: polygraphic, far below brain level complexity. To crystal clear, these books are not finding their way to corporate or by accident or slipping through administrative cracks. This behavior is intentional as these materials supposedly passed through many layers of oversight before landing in the hands of 13 reports of their children. We're going to read a lot of the quotes from the book American Street. I hope it makes everyone in the front of the room feel uncomfortable, ashamed, and embarrassed. If it doesn't, it, it should. I quote You got busted with a motherfucking white girl. Get the fuck out of my house. Is she a little for you and just standing around and suck your dick? Hey, Tom. How am I a home in a minute okay. with one dude? Drake took my virginity, still the same nigga
0: I fuck with. I'm hey, gonna we, we'll stop it for a second so you don't have to hear all the loudness of the parents. Um, so at that moment, you know, the guy's reading out of this book. It's a third level, third grade level book. And. I mean, yeah, it's got some pretty graphic language. And this wasn't all. So it gets in even deeper than that because there were um, 50, I think it said 57 instances of um, child-like pornography, um, over 300 cases of cuss words, Uh, there was racial slurs, and, you know, the parents in the room that had children in there, of course, they were getting, you know, they were offended. They are like, whoa, wait a minute. Am I don't want my kids hearing this. Well, of course not. But do you want them to read it too? You know, and, and that's why I went ahead and played it. I don't usually play anything with uh, cuss words on here. I don't like to. But this stuff is in the book. South Carolina went through, and we had um, a few months to where... They stopped anything with any of the books in the library, allowed the public to come in and actually look at the books. Because this was a problem here, too. And this is home of the Bible Belt. You know, this is the state that, for the longest time, you couldn't even go buy, a, a, you know, clothing. Or, you know, if you wanted to go to Hobby Lobby, well, Hobby Lobby is always closed on Sunday. But if you wanted to go buy, like, a video game or um, some... Say say you wanted to go buy a blanket, and it was before one thirty p.m. on Sunday. You couldn't. That's how that was our blue law. And so now it's just like anything's fair game. We're in this world to where the deceit is is rampant. The the evil is more prevalent now than it's ever been. But at the same time, it's been there, guys. It's not. This didn't just happen. It didn't happen yesterday, it didn't happen in twenty twenty one or twenty. We became aware of it because COVID happened. We became aware of it because of the Q drops and because of others spreading information and getting it out there. I didn't know prior to twenty twenty. I didn't realize this was going on. I I didn't think that way. Most people don't think that way because We don't, we just don't have those evil thoughts or intentions. But they are harming these children and they're distorting their thoughts um, horribly. And if you go to speak out against it, then they're after you. And which, I mean, I'll take the slings and arrows for these children to not have to. I don't, I don't mind that. But, you know, they're intimidating congressmen, people of Congress. And it's not, it's not right. Matt Gates. they just had a guy that was um, sentenced, the DOJ did, um, because he had went and attacked um, and left threatening marks, not attacked. He left uh, threatening remarks towards um, Matt Gates with his phone, you know, he left his full name, spelled it out. Um, it was a gay guy and said that all the gays are going to come after him. Well, that wasn't the only instance where it's happened. Um, Utah Senator Mike Kennedy, he's a Republican. His home was vandalized because he had um, voted for the SB 16. It was legislation that bans transgender surgery and puberty blockers for minors. Um, it was signed into law in January by Governor Spencer Cox, but they're not happy about it. And they've been very vocal that they're not happy about it. As far as, you know, the DOJ is actually now stepping in and saying, oh, wait, you can't, you can't do that. You can't stop 12-year-olds or 10-year-olds from cutting off their genitalia. No, you got to be able to allow that. But yet, and I mean, you know, it's, it, it may not be right, but, you know, they allow, they're wanting to allow this with children to do this to themselves. Body mutilation to themselves. Yet, you know, soldiers have to be 21 if they want to smoke a cigarette legally and go bomb. 21. It's like, what the heck is that? And beer. I'm sorry, anybody's going to serve and, and truly want to fight for me, they can go buy Heck Smokes or a beer. I don't care. Because if they put that much devotion into it, then go for it. You know, but to say that a child, (coughs) excuse me, a child at that age is able to make a rational decision without using emotions and actually make a logical decision about what their gender identity is. First off, you're born male or female. That's it. You have XX chromosomes or you have XY chromosomes for your sex uh, chromosomes. That's all. You don't get to decide, well, you know, now we want to be a woman. And it's mostly the men doing it, trying to be women. And a lot of times we're seeing them compete in sports and using it as a way to get ahead. Um, I know one person in particular that's doing that myself. And it's awful. And I see people in here talking about the commercials. And it's it's true. The commercials have gotten, um, from what I've even seen, people post that have, you know, recorded some of them. There's some that have got little bullies and tutus. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's awful. It's really awful. And Wade said, the pressure to choose a side surely hasn't reached this level since Sodom and Gomorrah. It's pretty black and white, good or evil. You're right, brother. Um, it is. It, it's black and white. And I really feel like we're getting to this precipice that God is is bringing us to this because He's revealing all of these things to us. He's lifting the veil, and we're able to see. Um, there's another guy actually. Um, what's his name? I got it here. Sorry, uh, Doctor Gal Luft, and I'm probably saying his name wrong. He just come up missing. I saw Punky had shared this earlier today, um, I think, in the family room. He was a whistleblower. He was co-director of the Institute of Global Security in uh, Washington. Um, He's now missing. He was an advisor for the CEFC, which is uh, Chinese energy. Um, He came out talking about how... um, Hunter Biden, how China paid Hunter Biden $5 million in 2017 per Washington Free Beacon um, to be able to influence. And we all know, you know, the Bidens and the China ties. Well, this guy's now missing. So if, we, if there's no witness, there's you don't have anything. And that's what keeps happening. People keep coming up missing. Just like uh, Seth Rich, Molly McCauley. These people come, Molly McCauley come up missing right before, the day before she she was killed or come up missing, the day before Seth Rich was murdered. And people that are trying to speak up are getting attacked. One of the whistleblowers at the hearing yesterday, um, she... Her, her credibility was being attacked because she was actually at, um, in DC for January 6th. Eric the Liar Swalwell, you know, with the checkered past, it was actually kind of comical to see that part, but, um, he just went on and on and on about January 6th, and she said that she didn't, you know, see any kind of violence. She had a flag, but it, you know, she was down by the reflection pool. She wasn't breaking any laws. She didn't see any violence, and... He kept on, and she's like, I don't know what this has to do with the abduction of children, with these 85,000 missing children. And it's like, yeah. What does January 6th have to do with 85,000 missing children? But well, they come up missing in D.C. Um, well, not January 6th in D.C. anyway. Yeah, that was Isaac Cappy. There was a gentleman also, um, oh, this made me so mad, um, it was an Iowa guy who burned a gay flag, a pride flag. He got 15 years in prison for doing this. And I know everybody recalls the Summer of Love where they burned the American flags. Um, this flag was hanging at Ames United Church of Christ and he didn't like it. It shouldn't have been on the church. And it shouldn't. It has no place being on a church. Pride is a sin. God says that. It's in the Bible. It's in Scripture. Pride is a sin. And so he took it down and burned it. Well, they charged him with third-degree arson, a hate crime. And then because his, his attorney had a state-appointed attorney because he couldn't afford an attorney. He was Hispanic. Couldn't afford... An attorney, so his, a court-appointed one is, um, she's a lesbian, and so he was trying to let them know, hey, I'm not getting a good fair trial here because my representation is a lesbian. She agrees with this. It's a conflict of interest. So they said, okay, well, you can go get your own. Well, part of, you know, the constitutional right is having the you know the right for representation and if you can't afford it then it'll be you know this the court appoints it for you well there should have been a a way for this gentleman to not have to still go through with the same person the same attorney he should have been able to have a new attorney but he wasn't and then he got 16 years meanwhile we've got rapists molesters Um, pedophiles that barely get 6 to 12 months then they get re-released and and they go back out and do it again. Even worse, sometimes they're they're raping people. I mean, uh, murdering people. And it's so infuriating because we see it happening and then we're trying to figure out what to do to stop it. But yet, without Congress getting involved and without people really stepping up and saying something, Nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to be done. Um, There's an 8-year-old girl who was found at the U.S. border. And this is sad. She was found with 67 traces of different DNA in her. 67 different men had raped this 8-year-old girl. I'm going to um I'm going to play the clip the testimony just so that way y'all can hear it for yourselves it wasn't just me making it up. This is atrocious and we've got to do something about it. It breaks my heart. Um and that's why I'm constantly on it with the transgender and speaking out against it because Father God doesn't like this. Matthew Matthew 186 but whoever causes one of the these little ones who believe they need to stumble. It is better for him that a heavy millstone be hung around his neck. That he be drowned in the depth of the sea. Millstones I don't even think are good enough. To be honest. They should be hung by their penis and castrated. Uh, yep, sorry guys. I know you probably felt that that pain there. But these people have to stop this we have to stop this whether we start acting i don't condone the violence but sometimes you get to where you're like hmm are we gonna be you know angels of justice no but we sure can pray to god for him to deliver that justice you know but anyway here's the clip guys
4: well, the, the uh, story I was telling uh, you earlier was one that um, I had taken a news crew down and we were uh, doing a tour of the uh, border and came across uh, ICE and, and Border Patrol on horseback and also on ATVs and they were, uh, and they told us to be very careful that there were coyotes in the area uh, that had... Coyotes, Not 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 the animal coyotes. Not the animals. These are the Mexican cartel coyotes. And they had executed... Uh, the husbands of uh, the two women and two daughters that uh, they were now looking for. And what ended up happening is is that they had uh, separated themselves and had gone, I guess, back to Mexico. And eventually, the uh, women, we did come across them. And so in carrying one of the eight-year-olds uh, to the car, and then we eventually got them to medical treatment and, and to the border ice and stuff and uh, started talking to them. Now, I've got, I've got a medical background, so started evaluating them. And the eight-year-old little girl couldn't speak. She couldn't talk. She couldn't do anything at all. So when we finally turned them over and they, they took him to the hospital and stuff, and I, I uh, talked to the uh, doctor in regards to what was going on, I got a call from him, and he said, basically, professional, professional in the medical field, I just wanted to let you know, the little eight-year-old girl had 67 different DNA samples inside of her. Uh, So these are the things that people don't uh, know about, and they don't understand that these women are being... Stop stop right there. This
5: is so shocking to me that the Biden administration... Is allowing and the cartels are allowing this to, to go on and to launder money for these, this human trafficking and all these atrocities that are taking place. And here's a, an eight year old little girl, innocent little girl that has 67 traces
4: of DNA. How is that even possible? Well, that's the the minimum that she could have been raped. Um, And the reason why she couldn't talk was because she had screamed uh, and cried for so many days and weeks uh, coming up to America, the the land of opportunity. Well, these women, uh, the land of opportunity is filled with nothing but uh, abuse uh, rape and, and all of the things that, that take place because every time that they walk and then they stop at night, that is what takes place at all night long. Uh,
0: yeah, so as y'all hear, you know, that's he's saying that, that that's what happens all night long. And it's not just these children. I mean, there's... Y'all all heard about Jeffrey Epstein trial, I'm sure. Um You know, with that, we didn't get, these children didn't get any justice there either. Or Ghislaine Maxwell. No justice has been delivered yet, still. It it gets really hard to maintain self-control when you see all of this happening and you hear all of this happening and nothing seems to be getting done about it. So, that's why I said we've got to get this out there and be as vocal as we can. ABC held on to the story with Epstein for three years, guys. Three years. They held on to this story. Um, I've got a, I know I'm playing a lot of clips tonight, but it's the back up what I'm saying. I've got the documentation. This is something that I've dug into for years. This was the very first thing, first rabbit hole I went down. It was brutal. It took me to a very dark place, but it was a place that I needed to go to understand what was happening and to come out and help and do some good um, for this. So here is um, the ABC clip it's a minute 24 seconds
5: I've had the story for three years I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts we would not put it on the air Um, first of all I was told who's Jeffrey Epstein no one knows who that is
0: oh and this anchor is Amy Robach R-O-B-A-C-H
5: this is a stupid story Uh, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways um we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and or Will say, oh, that we, that also pass. quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on all three
0: years ago. That was three years prior to 2019, guys. We're six years past the time that they've had this, and nothing has still been done. Jeffrey Epstein has supposedly, you know, hung himself, which we know he didn't do. Ghislaine Maxwell hasn't got anything. We've got people in Hollywood that are supporting this. Um, Geraldo Here's one from him. He supported it.
2: things today. You know, Ghislaine Maxwell, the the right-hand man of Jeffrey Epstein? Well, you know, she was denied bail yesterday, I think improperly. And despite the fact that you have COVID-19 apparel in that prison, she has been denied bail, stuck in solitary confinement to be tortured for the next year, not having been convicted of any of these 25-year-old allegations. She hasn't even been found liable in a civil lawsuit, but at least the hungry mob is satisfied. They're happy because Ghislaine Maxwell stuck in prison. She did not get bail. She should have gotten bail.
0: Ghislaine Maxwell didn't get bail because she was a flight risk because she had all the money. It took them forever to be able to catch her first off. So why would anybody let her go? They shouldn't. She shouldn't have had bail. Yeah, you're supposed you're innocent until proven guilty, but we all know anybody that's gone through the court system, that's not how it works. If you have a cop pull you over, and they say you broke the law, and you know you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. You're not proven guilty or innocent until your trial. They can still take you into jail, regardless of what it, you know, it could be something minor. If you're driving on a suspended license, they could take you to jail for that. Hold you in jail. Does that seem like you're innocent? you got to go pay money to get, out. I mean, really. So, Ghislaine Maxwell can just sit her little butt in jail and, and deal with it. Um, and she was, he wasn't the only one that had uh, partaken it, you know. There's lots of celebrities that are involved in this whole orchestrated sex ring with these children. And Virginia, uh, She was just trying to get it out there. And they were denied. We've got people like Ellen DeGeneres. That is, is, you know, prominently. We all know about Pizzagate. We know about what went on on Epstein Island. Or we've heard what's going on on Epstein Island. We weren't there. So we can't say for sure. But, um, you know, these people are out there still, still doing this. And John Lennon and his wife, Chrissy Teigen, um, John Legend, and his wife, Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen, they were awful. And, you know, the Obamas, Big Mike and Barack, they were all involved in it as well. I've got Chrissy Teigen right here talking about some of the wildest things that happened, happened with the Obamas uh, during one night. <laughs>
5: Public place you did it. Is this the best or the worst? (laughs) (laughs) The best? Okay, the
0: best um probably the Obama thing. (laughs) John. What's it oh god. Oh god. John? John? What? What what is
5: what is your wife talking about? I don't know.
0: We
1: are
0: (laughs) in there. So they're talking about the Obama thing. And I could speculate what that was Um, I've seen a lot of different footage I've seen a lot of different evidence and enough to piece it together that he was involved in it as well as some of the rest of them and with a lot of these people the ones that have this control, those are the ones that are going to stay in control, because they're the ones that have bought out everybody else that would have said something. Just like with the ABC news anchor that I was, um, I played the clip on just a second ago. She couldn't run the story because the news outlet wouldn't let her, because they then they couldn't interview William, Prince uh, William and Kate. And it's just like, really. I mean, come on. Tucker. Tucker was just outed last week, um, or earlier this week, but his last episode was last Friday, which ironically, the very last episode was pizza. And thanks to Jeff and um, some information that he had sent me, turns out that uh, Tucker Carlson was also a very frequent person that visited Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Or Comet Pizza. Um, Some call it Comet Ping Pong Pizza. But there is so much um, on that. And I'm just like, okay, you don't know what to believe on this. You know, because you're like, can all of them be involved? I think they all are, to be honest, guys. And that's why we really have to focus on the words of the Bible. And being able to know People in your area and your community. And like Punky had on her episode last night. Finding your tribe. Because once you find your tribe, y'all, we can all, like, this is my tribe. Y'all are my tribe. And together, this tribe can make huge changes. We've already made big changes already. We've seen the differences. Just like Bed Bath & Beyond is being shut down and going out of business. They pulled my pillow and look what happened, you know? So... We've got to start using um, what we can. And the only thing that hurts them is money. Because money equals power to them. And me, myself, I I despise money. I've never liked money. I don't care for it. I've had it. I've not had it. And, you know, I I find that I'm happier um, without it, you know. But, unfortunately, that's what makes the world go round. And that's what they operate on anyway. So... We got to hit them where it hurts. And the only way to do that is just to, you know, use our money and and stop it. Um, don't. Look into, be very observant when you spend your money, where you're spending your money, the companies you're spending it on, the music you listen to, the movies you watch. Um, Kevin Bacon, I, I shared a clip this week, him and his he looked really sick, actually. I think he's got AIDS or something. I don't want to, like, I don't mean that mean. But, I mean, he's seriously, like, probably 70-something pounds. It looks sick. But he's promoting how drag is an art. And drag isn't an art. It's, unless you're drag racing, you know, that's the only drag I want to be seeing is drag racing. And that involves nitro. Fuel. You know, it doesn't involve men trying to be women women trying to be men and a whole bunch of circus clowns and so you know it's just like like with that we've got to stop start boycotting and not supporting these actors i know it sucks you know because there's a lot of them that i did like as well jennifer aniston was one of my favorite actresses adam sandler was my favorite actor it was funny and he loved going to Atlanta. So, of course, I'm going to like him because, you know, we might see him in our town. He supported the same football team that I like, you know. But they're all involved in this. Jennifer Aniston is one of the big ones, her and Ellen. Um, let's see. Is this the Ellen and Aniston? Yes, here we go.
5: Besties. Reese Witherspoon. Uh- Everyone knows that Aniston and I are besties. Reese Witherspoon has tried to say that Jen is her best friend, but everyone knows Reese is a big little liar. Um, I was watching their show uh, on Apple uh, TV the other day, and it was uh, the morning show. And I'm happy to say it's finally been cleared up. Take a look.
4: In five, four, three. Start your move. Cue her.
5: An unusual thing happened yesterday. Let's watch. I just want to settle this once and for all, that, that you and I are better friends than than Reese and you. We've cleared this out. I know. Haven't we? I thought we had, too. So, so yeah. once and for all, you and I are better friends. Yes, darling. I, that, I mean, that, that basically based on also almost 30 years of knowing each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's done. Thank you. Bye.
3: <laughs>
5: well, the truth is... What we are all striving for,
0: yeah, yeah. The truth is, what we're all striving for. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, Ellen DeGeneres, very in on it too, guys. Um, Nicholas Cage. There's so many. And uh, what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. Harry Potter just come out supporting LGBTQRS, whatever. I don't even know how many letters they got into it now. I think they've got some pluses and minuses, and probably even some weird asterisk symbol. Who knows? Uh, They always add to it, but the alphabet suit people. You know, we've got to—I don't know what solution for it, but there's we've got to. I know. um, Let's see, Jay Champion said, or Champagne said, true words, but the upper level and stars involved here have more than enough money to get by fine. Maybe, maybe not, you know. Um, And he said they have to be removed, in my opinion, and I agree. They do need to be removed. Um, At the same time, though, you know, if you think about it, a little like people like MC Hammer and, you know, there's other celebrities that had lots of money and then that went right on out fast, you know. So they may and they may not because a lot of times they blow it. As fast as I get it. So the best thing that I know right now is to just not not participate in anything that they are doing and to avoid it. And like Insidious says, pray. God is our solution. He will handle these evil ones, and that's true. That is true because justice is His. It's not ours to deliver. It's not ours to determine who's right, who's wrong. But I sure would help God get you know get that meeting going. You know. I'd be more than willing to help. There's some other stuff, guys, but y'all, y'all kind of get the idea. We've got to be able to, uh, you know, just stand up together and, and keep pushing them. You know, the, this one trial yesterday, that brought a lot of light to the song. And it was so good um, to actually see that. Even though the ones across the aisle were still trying to um, try to make excuses for it. But it didn't work. You know, in the end, they realized what was going on. And they're like, mm mm. No, we, we know what's going on. Well, guys, we are, gosh, we've almost had an hour already. So I'm going to um, pause for a second, play a little music, and I'm going to take some prayer requests. Um, so, um, because we're going to pray and then Mesa say, keep going. Well, we're already past like age and I didn't have a whole lot more prepared. I mean, I do know more I could talk about, but we'll save that one. I've got it. I'm trying to get the couple from South Carolina on. I've emailed them um, with the transgenders and I've got some more coming up. I'm really, I'm not letting up on this. So guys prepare, strap in. It's going to be a long ride. Um, I'm not letting loose on this. Father's put it on my heart, and I'm going to press on as long as I can with it, and keep getting the attention out on it. Um, I shared a lot of stuff on TikTok yesterday. It got a lot of traction, and and people that are on TikTok don't watch these hearings. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll clip it and put it on there, and it really, you know, started getting you know a lot of traction, which is great. So. I was very happy for that. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pause real quick. Y'all put any prayer requests down in the chat. And I will, I'll probably let it go like three minutes on um, the music, I guess. And then I'll catch up with you guys and chat while that's going. And then we'll pray and I'll close this out. I saw uh, a comment on a song in here. I think I'm going to play that one to close it. John and Cash song Cause that one That's perfect to wrap tonight's up Okay, well, I've had you on some hypnotic music long enough. Um, I've got a few prayers that I'll just make, and we'll go ahead and pray. God. He said oh, if you'll bow your hands and close your eyes, we're going to give our Father some love and, and ask him for some stuff. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this time and space to gather together. Um, to be able to talk about these important issues that need to be discussed, that need the light shined on it, just like with our children, especially our the, the children that you have blessed these people with, and they are not providing and caring for them properly. Father, we pray that for your justice against those that are harming them, for your rescue of those being abused, um, to just Take them away from from those that mean them harm and mean to mistreat them, because we know that all of your all of your children are precious, and no one should harm them. Father, forgive my my cold heart towards the people that do this unimaginable things to these children. Uh, the, the the angry thoughts that I have and intentions that come through my heart I know are not um what you want and I know that I have to follow many of us we all know that we've got to follow your word and that justice is yours not ours to deliver because you created us we didn't we weren't created by accident you created each of us unique the way you wanted us so Father, just forgive us for having some mad thoughts about these people that are creating the evil because it just it just hurts us so bad because we know that they shouldn't go through that. And we know the evil that's being done and and we feel powerless to stop it, Father. And we just want to do something because our flesh just can't can't take seeing this torture on these children and knowing that they've been raped and molested and and harmed, Father, but we just turn to you and we ask you for the grace for us uh, and the forgiveness to us of having these bad thoughts and intentions towards these people that are hurting them. Father, I lift up Jay Cress's mom who had to go into the hospital Uh, right now. She's stable, Father, and we thank you for that. And I pray that you just keep her stable and well. Let her get to come home um, soon. May everybody that lay hands on her do it in in kindness and in through your guidance and your wisdom that you you speak through them that you use them and and not only use them but use J Chris's mom to to bring the light of Jesus to others and Father for. For Tam, I just pray and lift her up to you for healing, for her to get her voice restored and get the sore throat gone and all the sickness gone. And for all of us that are suffering with the allergies because of the pollen or crazy harp weather father I just pray for protection and healing over all of us that are going through those issues father if there's someone here that has a need that has not been said I pray that you know what that need is and I just pray that they reach out to you in prayer and ask you for what it is that they're needing and that if it's your will that it be done Father, we're so blessed to have a loving Father like you to guide us, uh, to have the word to, to reference back to, to know if we're going down the right path or not because sometimes it's it's murky and unclear, but through the scriptures and through the word, we're able to use that living word to guide us each day because it's it's always important and it's always useful and there's always an answer to everything in that book. So thank you for that, Father. Thank you for the love of Jesus and the sacrifice that he made on that cross when he gave up his life for us because of our sins, because we are sin. He he became that sin for us, and we're so blessed and thankful for that. Just I that's I'm just so grateful for for Jesus God and and for all these wonderful people that are here and the ones that may not be here live but are going to listen later, Father. I just pray that if they have anything going on in their lives that that you just that you bless them and and guide them the way that they need. And just like I said, Father, just continue to to be with these children. I see. I see a little bit of a light um, with this hearing yesterday, and I just pray that the momentum moves forward. I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene is pressing on with the Biden family on the trafficking with these children, and and I pray that justice comes from that, whether it's it's justice in the legal system or it's your justice. I'd rather actually have your justice, God. But I just pray for that to come quickly. And these children just to be delivered from this evil. They don't deserve this evil. They don't deserve to be mistreated and manipulated and abused. Father, please forgive these people for they don't know what they do. And even the ones that do, I just I pray for forgiveness on their behalf and that they see and turn away from their evil ways and and turn to, to you and to Jesus. That Somehow that you can bring them either to salvation or you harden their hearts so hard like you did with Pharaoh that they just burn and and go to ash. Father, if, if that's bad, forgive me, but I don't feel it in my heart. For everyone just going through something... Jesus is there with you, he loves you, and he's always going to be beside you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Guys, I know that that was a hard, um, tonight was a hard topic, and there was some hard stuff to hear. Um, I'm trying to keep it as, not keep it light, um, because obviously it wasn't all the way light, but I didn't get as deep as it does go, if anybody has any questions or wants to know what they can do um to try to help some of these children, reach out to me in uh email or d m and I can guide you. but I'm not going to say all of that on here because it doesn't need to be out there um not not that part because we don't want them to know what we're doing but we we we've got to save these children that's it, you know um. If we don't do anything to stop it, we're just as guilty as those doing it. And I'm not going to be one of those guilty doing it because uh, I have fear of the Lord. Only fear of the Lord. And that's it. Thank you, Tim, for dropping my email down in there. It's nikkiknight at protonmail.com. N-I-K-K-I-K-N-I-G-H-T at protonmail.com. And you can reach me on Telegram as well. Um, that's it for my show tonight, guys. I'm gonna on right now. Scott's gonna be on Bards FM at nine. Then we got MSM liars on of Christian tonight at ten thirty, followed by Fishers of Men at midnight. I will be back on Monday at eleven a.m. Eastern Time for Sister on Scripture. We're gonna pick back up in the Book of Jeremiah. Uh, I think Chapter twenty-six is where we're gonna be at on monday and i'm going to play us some johnny cash to close us out god bless you guys have a wonderful night love you all and i will see you online
3: you know johnny always wore black and he uh he wore black because he identified with the the poor and the uh, and the, and the and the downtrodden <laughs> Cut them down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet, I thought I heard the shuffle of angels. Sweet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go oh, tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. And soon early we gotta put you down. Soonerly we gotta put you down. But he may throw you rough, hide your hand. Working in the dark against your fellow man. But your sure as God made black and white. What's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Surely we gotta cut you down. Surely gotta cut you down. Go oh, tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut you down, tell them that God's gonna cut you down, tell them that God's gonna cut you down.